0: hi you guys welcome back to my channel i'm so excited to be here and talk about this message that i have been wanting to talk about for so long if you're joining me in podcast land hello i have a new setup here as you can see those of you who are watching me right now on youtube you can see that i have my mic set up i have my table in front of me guys this is a whole other discussion um, about obedience. So that's gonna be for another episode where I really go into more detail about the way God really provides when you obey. <laughs> so um, yes, yeah, so I'm gonna leave that for another day because the discussion, the message, you know, the topic at hand on today is so lengthy that I'm gonna try my best to just stay on topic. Um. Although I am super excited and all I want to do is just rave about the fact that I'm finally set up. Guys, I'm finally set up. But again, more about my setup later. I'm just, guys, I'm, I just give God all the glory. I just need to say that over and over again. I give God the glory. All the glory belongs to him. He is so good. I'm so happy to be here today. This message is long overdue when I tell you I've been wanting to talk about this topic since I took my hiatus um as you know and if you don't know uh if you need to like want to do a quick review about like where I've been what's up with me and everything or if you're new here you have no idea even who I am what I'm talking about feel free to check out um, my previous playlist of just some videos where I update you guys about some changes and other um just cool updates regarding the brand and my thoughts on uh, certain topics and projects concerning the brand and things like that. And, um, anyway, uh, during my hiatus, I watched (laughs) guys, I watched pearly things. I I discovered her, I should say. And, (laughs) Fell into the temptation. I mean, it's quite enticing stuff. I have to admit it's a whole, I mean, like a lot of these podcasts, it's about, um, a lot of, I should say a lot of the popular podcasts, it's about relationships that seems to be the, one of the most popular things to talk about apparently these days, or maybe it's always been like that, but I feel like it's like more than ever before, (laughs) or maybe that's just me. I don't know. But this young lady, Pearly things she's very interesting, in the sense that she's a direct understudy of the late Kevin Samuels, through and through. Uh, she repeats almost verbatim his all his philosophy of regarding relationship, almost verbatim. Um, it's it's very uh, it's. <laughs> It's pretty incredible (laughs) to watch (laughs) because it's like, wow. Okay. Not to say that a lot of what the late (laughs) Camuel Kevin, not Camuel, (laughs) not to say that some of the things he said weren't true. The late Kevin Samuels made a lot of great points. I think um, anyone that is rational and like, you know, thinks logically would agree that he made a lot of really good points. Um, not everything he said was wrong, but some of it was. And the things that were wrong are is quite dangerous doctrine um, to just be spewing out there. So I immediately, immediately, upon listening to pearly things... <laughs> And her, her colleagues, uh, I think they call this movement, the red pill movement. Guys, I can't keep up with all these peel names. I think there's something called the purple pill, the blue pill. Listen, the red pill seems to be the more popular one in this realm of, in, in social media of, uh, yeah, of talking about and discussing relationships. It, it's the most popular because it's the most controversial, um, being that it, like, like, Mm, it goes against so many of the um, of what's popular today and what people want to, I guess change. Uh, a lot of what the Red Peel movement seems to be based on is, is is true, or rather it's based in truth for the most part. For the most part, guys, this is just like the enemy. Like he he says something true, but he sneaks in, and he like he there's deception in the mix. There there are lies in the mix, and unless you're keen on your discern, like unless you have some like real discernment, you won't catch up on the lies. You won't like pick up on the lies, and you and and it could you could be easily fooled or easily deceived. And so it's very dangerous. Okay, so here's my point. Pearly Things and this other podcast. First of all, I don't even know if Pearly Things is a podcast. Everyone has a mic like on her show. She, she invites people on, right? She invites like um, people like in their 20s um, and 30s for the most part. That's what I normally see. I've seen people older than that though as well like in the forties and fifties, but it's more, it's more, um, common for her to have mostly people in their twenties I've noticed on the show. And, uh, so she invites guests on the show. They speak freely, uh, about basically relationships and the role of a man in a relationship, the role of a woman in the relationship and how things have evolved to, just the way they are now to now having all these broken homes and uh men apparently a a lot of men cheating and a a lot of women not wanting to assume the role of a traditional housewife etc etc there are so many shows about this stuff now (laughs) Because pearly things isn't the only one pearly things is one. And then there's another one where it's a, it's a couple of guys and they have a lot of women sitting at their table. Um, usually like quote unquote, the Instagram model look type of women and they're based in Miami. Um, most of what they spew is trash as well. Um, honestly, for the most part, Cause guys, I got to bring up this topic again one day soon because they had this one guest on who was, I forget, his, I want to say his name is David. I'll correct myself on the screen for YouTube. Podcasters, or for those of you listening in, um, in podcast land, you'll just have to catch it on, catch this video on YouTube, catch this recording on YouTube if you want to hear, um or rather see on the screen, the name of the guy. I'll see if I can find his name, go back and do a little digging and see if I can find his name. But really quickly, one of the things that stood out to me is when they had him on and I'm going to get into the message here shortly, you guys, but I just got to give you some background as to like what brought me to this point to want to speak on this topic. Cause this is not a topic I generally am interested in talking about I, because I just feel like it's so basic it's apparently it's not the not it's not basic knowledge anymore it's and that's sad that we've come to that but it's not so because this is ha- happens to be such a hot topic of today I, I gotta I gotta keep up with that so that way I can combat the lies you see I'm okay let me get back to the guy <laughs> so I just found it really interesting that a uh a man came on their show who was married to a woman and he identified himself as bisexual happened to have he first of all he was so much more logical and wise as it regards relationships and the role of a man in a relationship the role of a woman in a relationship his views and his reasoning was very much based in tradition um and the bible it was in Guys, when I tell you it was blowing my mind how much sense he was making and because of the irony, the irony of the fact that he was he himself was in a very interesting circumstance being that he was in an open relationship as he's a married man in an open relationship or whatever, identifying as bisexual, etc., So guys, it's a lot of stuff out here, but more on that later, more on that later. I need to get into this message, but I just wanted to kind of provide some background so that you guys could understand where I'm coming from, why I felt led to talk, talk on this topic or discuss this topic and why you're going to probably hear me get, upset and angry and become quite passionate when I mention certain points because I am just so tired of the lies you guys it's so annoying truly I'm so tired of it so now I thank the Lord whenever he leads me to say something I'm gonna start speaking up on this so I have five pages of notes for you let's get into it (laughs) I'm so excited. This is going to be a long one, guys. I'm already over 13 minutes in. Hopefully, I hopefully less than that by the time I get out of editing. I doubt it though, but um anyway, here we are, starting on page 1 of my notes. I should have titled this video something along the lines of what is marriage and why does mankind want to be a part of it? I I wanted this title because I thought it was perfect for the times that we're well not the times we're living in it's just it's just a matter of fact um it's very clear that most of us women want to be married and have a family at our core okay listen despite the garbage rhetoric (laughs) that is being spewed out for most feminists deep 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 down underneath all that sin and reprobate mind (laughs) sorry, guys, I'm shaking the table. I gotta, I gotta control my laughter. I'm still getting used to this setup. Okay. Anyway. Um, but yeah, underneath all of that, um, just deep down, right. They, at their core, they want to just, they want to be loved by a man that respects and loves them and loves them and honors them and have children. And just, you know, be happy in that, in the family unit and just be supported and loved, right? While they support and love on their own family. And same with men. Men deep down prefer to have a wife they can trust. It's just as simple as that. Men are much more simple, I think. Of course, they want to be loved as well and they want to have family, um, you know, produce children and to carry on the name and things like that. But they want to do it with someone they can trust, not someone that's going to be bring shame to them and cause them to be constantly embarrassed and stressed out. I don't think that's asking for much. But uh, anyway, apparently it is in these days, these current times that we're living in. But uh, so we're going to get into that. That's the reason behind my title. I want to basically explain why, okay, why women want to be married, why women have such a strong innate desire to be a part of something that is Growing and why women have such a strong innate desire to nurture, to help and assist and foster and help grow things and help produce things, etc. etc. Why, um, and I want to explain why, why men have such a strong innate desire to lead, to um to work hard to provide and to protect. So let's dive into this, you guys. I'm really again I'm excited. Page one of my mini notes. Okay. So I have it here for the first point. And guys I really needed these notes. I don't prefer to use notes. I feel so constricted. But I need this structure because um it's a lot to talk about and i just i just want to stay on topic and i don't want to yeah i just want to stay on topic um just keeping in mind the time and everything so my first point here is it says man is made in god's image and given an assignment this is the first point we're about to dive into um For those of you watching me on YouTube, again, you'll notice me constantly looking down. It's because I'm reading out of my notes. And, uh, yeah, so that's why I'm looking down. And for those of you who are listening in on Spotify or Apple Podcast, you're going to hear me flipping pages. You may hear, like, page sounds or whatever. It's because my notes are right next to the mic. So, thanks for... uh, Or maybe you'll enjoy the ASMR or whatever it's called. Okay, so... (laughs) So uh, man is made in God's image and given an assignment. Yeah, guys, we're taking it all the way back to the very beginning because it's necessary. Let's take this thing back. Let's go back. Let's go back to the beginning. We have to, to create some foundation here. Because once you have an understanding, aka revelation of what happened, you'll have understanding as to why things are the way they are. And therefore you'll stop, maybe, hopefully you'll stop fighting against it. Let's get started here. In the first few verses, we are going to discuss, starting with Genesis chapter 1, verses 26 through 28. So it reads here, again, I'm in Genesis chapter 1, verses 26 through 28. And it reads, Then God said, let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness. So first, really quickly, I just want to note that it says in our image, and this is God speaking. This is really important to note because um, God is saying in our image because he's referring to the Holy Trinity, the three persons within that make up God, which is God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So keep that in mind. Okay, so it says here. Then God said, let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals and over all the creatures that move along the ground. Then verse 27 says, so God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them, male and female. He created them. Uh, Verse... Twenty-eight. God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and increase in number, fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. So we're going to break down some of the definitions like subdue. I want to get into that. So we're going to break down that. Also, um, we're just going to basically break down the scripture and uh so we will come back to that in a moment. Um we also are going to look at Genesis chapter 2, verses 7 through 9. And it reads, "Then the Lord God formed a man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living being." Verse 8. Now the Lord had planted a garden in the east, in Eden, and there he put the man he had formed. The Lord God made all kinds of trees grow out of the ground, trees that were pleasing to the eye and good for food. In the middle of the garden were the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and good and evil. All right, now we're gonna jump over to verse uh, 15, and we're gonna read all the way through to verse uh, 25, and then we're gonna get into some notes. Okay, so we're almost finished with the reading just trying to again i need this foundation to be strong so of course i got to base that in scripture so it says here um again i'm in chapter 2 of genesis verses 15 through 25 the lord god took the man and put him in the garden of eden to work it and to take care of it and the lord commanded the man you are free to eat from any tree in the garden but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil For when you eat from it, you will certainly die. The Lord God said, It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. Now the Lord God had formed out of the ground all the wild animals and all the birds in the sky. He brought them to the man to see what he would name them. And whatever the man called each living creature, that was his name. So the man gave names to all the livestock, the birds in the sky and all the wild animals. That is why a man leaves his father and mother and is united to his wife and they become one flesh. Adam and his wife were both naked and they felt no shame. Yay. Amen. So that was a wonderful passage or I should say wonderful passages. Definitely go back and read Genesis in um, in full <laughs> for, for a well-rounded like picture there of the beginning. Let's just go ahead and start with the notes that I have indicated here as relates to the scriptures that I just read. Thank you, Jesus. I really needed these notes, guys. Seriously. I can't even imagine if I was just like I don't know, just like freestyling or something. Okay, so my first note says here, referencing back to uh, Genesis chapter 1 verses 27 through 28, which I will repeat so that way it's fresh on your mind. Genesis chapter 1, verses 28 through 20, uh, sorry, Genesis chapter 1, verses 27 through 28 reads, So God created mankind in his own image, and in the image of God, he created them, male and female, he created them. God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and increase in number, fill the earth and subdue it, Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, and over every living creature that moves on the ground." Okay, and then I said here in my notes, the Lord made one man and one woman. Only one man and one woman. (laughs) Forgive me, you guys. Okay, only one man and one woman, and he called them blessed. Okay, Um, it's important to note also that he did not provide multiple choice scenarios and call the pairing bliss. He only, <laughs> he only created the one original scenario, <laughs> one man and one woman. And that, that pairing, the pairing of one man and one woman, that was the pairing that the Lord deemed blessed. Okay. That was the pairing that the Lord deemed blessed blessed there's another um there's confirmation of this there guys this should have been confirmation enough right but if it's not another example i have is of noah being and his family being spared uh from the flood that literally killed every single person in the earth but out of all of these people god said he found one good man (laughs) I don't think it's by coincidence that the one man that he saw fit to spare from the flood happened to be a man who had only one wife and no mistresses. Or a man that only had one wife, singular, one singular wife, okay? (laughs) That's just, I think, further confirmation, right? So, that's just the first point. Let's just start there. So, all of this garbage floating around... (laughs) That wants to perpetuate men having multiple wives and multiple, first of all, no, let me just say, not even wives. That's, that's how low, guys, that's a whole nother video. That's a whole nother video, but I am going to say a little bit about it right now, just a little bit, but I'm telling you right now, that's a whole nother topic. It just frustrates me so much. It's just, it's so ridiculous. These guys, in particular, now I'm talking, I'm not talking about pearly things in her show. I'm talking about the two guys. I, I don't know their names because I don't listen to the show. I just kind of watched a few shows enough to get frustrated and uh, enough to lead me into writing up some stuff to talk about with you guys to combat all the, the lies. But, um... But yeah, I, I couldn't keep feeding my spirit that because that stuff, it, it, it's poisoning. It can poison your perspective. It can, even though you disagree with what they're talking about, it can still seep in. It really can. But anyway, I just want to say, I, so I have to, anytime I'm doing research or I'm just getting curious about anything they're talking about, just so that way I can discuss it later or whatever, I have to take that stuff in doses. I really do. It's so dangerous. It's dangerous rhetoric. But anyway, um, so really quickly, what I wanted to mention was the fact that I've noticed those guys, they talk about, um, because of their, their status, um, like their financial status due to their financial status, apparently it's their financial status. I should say that awards them the privilege of being able to have multiple women and the women should have the attitude that it's okay or the women should be accepting of it because again of the financial status of the man so let's just start there they're not even trying to make these women into wives they're not trying to marry one they're just saying and if they do marry one they're saying they're still going to have their it, they're going to be able to just, they still should be able to explore their options and then they like to kind of compare it to men of old or that is to say men of um in the bible days for lack of a better term um who had multiple wives and had multiple mistresses guys that's a whole lesson for another day as well but I just want to say something a lot of those men did um a lot of those men first of all were very open with the fact that they were having multiple women and they made those women their wives they didn't have one wife that they constantly lied to and deceived, demeaned and manipulated into being able to go out later and sneak around with some other women and even if some of these men nowadays that I'm hearing in these podcasts Even if they are, some of them proudly admit to the fact that they uh, are in an open relationship. Okay, well, that's fine. That's not a relationship that's blessed. It's not a relationship that's blessed. It's not a relationship the way God wanted the relationship to be. Again, I will talk about that later, you guys. But I just think it's cowardice. Um, Those are cowardice traits the lying the sneaking around the betrayal the manipulation all of those tactics that are used in those sort of toxic relationships that ultimately lead to destruction of both individuals involved or rather I should say all of individuals involved since there are multiple women um that elect to be a part of that trash but um I will say, though, we'll get to that on another day. So back to what I was saying. (laughs) Let me just, guys, do you see why I need to be sticking to my notes? All right, let me finish reading point number one. The Lord made one man and he made one woman, not one man and multiple women, not one woman and multiple men, only one man and one woman woman and he called them blessed okay that was the only scenario there was no alternative scenario that was called blessed only the one man and the one woman I'm, I can't say that without laughing guys I thank you Jesus and I pray that this really helps some of you guys who were um wanting some confirmation I feel like the light has gotten dimmer Let me see if I can adjust the lighting really quickly. People in podcast land, hold on. This will only take literally a second by the time I finish editing. Okay, guys, so we're getting in the thick of it. Let me just keep up with my notes here by putting little check marks on the things I've already talked about. So, (laughs) going back to Adam, who was created first, let's take a look at his God given assignment even before the creation of eve in genesis 2 15. let's take a look at genesis 2 15. <laughs> um it says the lord assigned adam work to do in the garden of eden so i'm gonna go to genesis 2 15. it says the lord god took the man and put him in the garden of eden to work it and take care of it. Another word for this is manage. I have some definitions here. Um so I looked up manage. All of these words guys, they are common. Sometimes we forget like, you know, the technical definition and it can help. It helps people to arrive to an understanding or some revelation. So let's break this thing down proper. <laughs> or properly. It's probably the better way to say it. Adam was given the task to manage the garden. So manage. To be in charge of. To administer or to run. Do you see why I can now take those words and just conclude them and turn it and use the term manage. He was given charge over the garden. He was the manager. A manager is a leader. Wouldn't you say? On your job isn't the manager the leader? Isn't the role of manager. In any given job. Considered a leadership role. You guys. Okay. I'm just saying. Um, that was his first job given to him by his creator go manage be a leader lead take charge go that was his first role that was his that was his first assignment so then it says here Adam was given an assignment to take lead even before Eve was born so for all of you that so easily. Get offended. I'm speaking to the women. When it comes to men taking lead and being in control. Uh, sorry, I hit the mic. I don't know if you guys heard that. But for yeah, listen, men were given this assignment long before the woman came around. And I need to speed this up. I can't believe I'm already at 40 minutes. He was over all the animals and the plants in the Garden of Eden. The Lord also gave Adam the task to name each animal and even gave Eve the name woman. So the Lord not only put him in this leadership position, but he really gave him some authority, some authority that by the way, Eve was given authority to we'll get to her in a second. Um, because collectively they have authority in Christ Jesus as we do today. But what I'm trying to say is individually, they had, their assignments. And that's what we're getting. We're breaking down now. And I just want to say that Adam's assignments were distinct and unique to him just as Eve's assignments were distinct and unique to her. That's it. But again, let's break this down. Okay. So he was given a leadership position, but he was also given some a measure of authority um to establish a thing adam was given authority to establish a thing establish i looked i looked this up for you guys too and for myself (laughs) to help me break this down for you guys to set up an organization system or set of rules adam was given this measure of authority this is important to note to this day we call a dog a dog a deer, a deer, and a bird, whatever bird, the types of different birds, the type of different animals in the forest, all these different animals because of Adam. Adam, Adam came up with these names, (laughs) y'all. That's pretty cool. And for those of you thinking like, oh, well, bird isn't bird in Spanish, it's pajaro, or in French, it's whatever. And in you know, Hebrew, it's something else. And in Japanese, it's something else. Yes, I know that. But that was after the fact. Um, and by the way, it's still bird in Japanese. And it's still bird in French. And it's still like, it's, you know what I'm saying? It's just in their language. So think about it. Um. So yeah, we'll move on from that point. All right, so we've talked about Adam and his assignment. So let's do a quick review of Adam's individual assignment. One, he was given the assignment to work. Two, he was given the assignment to manage, aka lead, administer. So that was three as well, because I put lead for three. Four, he was given the assignment to establish and to build, because establish and build are both synonyms. Um, and now we're going to... uh go to our next point so I need you guys to keep bear all of those things in mind that I just mentioned about um Adam's assignments and I know I'm pretty sure in the future we'll do more videos breaking these things down even further there's so many lessons within this lesson to be honest with you but for the sake of time let me just try to get through this and get to my main point um okay so let's go to Genesis 2 21 Genesis 2 and 21, it says here, So the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep, and while he was sleeping, he took one of the man's ribs and then closed up the place with flesh. Then the Lord made a woman from the rib he had taken out of the man, and he brought her to the man. So that was Genesis 2, 21 uh, through 22. So, keeping that passage in mind, Eve was formed. From Adam's rib. Making them united. Forever. Hence why men and women are naturally drawn to be together. And form an intimate relationship. You guys. This is. The foundation of mankind. This. This. Therefore, we'll explain our behavior and why we do what we do. Why we behave the way we behave as it pertains to like our relationships and things like that. It helps explain a lot. On to my next point. Eve's principal title was helper. Okay, a vital role. If it weren't a vital position that needed to be filled... So if being a helper was not a vital position, the Lord simply would not have created a woman to feel it. If the Lord saw fit for a man to be alone without the presence of a woman in particular, then he would not have created woman. It's simple. So this must have been a vital position that needed feeling, right? Then it says here, I feel the need to emphasize, and I'm just reading my notes, the importance of the role of a, of a helper because it has given It has been given a low rank in society. So this term has, you know, has been given a low rank in society, at least in U.S. society. But it's not at all the truth. It's a lie from the enemy to deceive, demean women, and most importantly, distract them from their principal God-given purpose, which leads to detrimental consequences. Since any woman who believes this lie can then become instrumental in destroying her family. This is the goal of the enemy. Okay, so on to the next point. The role of a helper. To further explain the importance of the helper position, I will need to take a quick moment to explain the Holy Trinity and how man and woman are a reflection of the image of the Trinity. Let's recall the scripture back in Genesis Um Chapter one, verses 26 or chapter one, verse 26, where it says, then God said, let us make mankind in our image and in our likeness. Okay. So again, referring to the Holy Trinity, that's why he's using the term our because it's God speaking. So God said, let us make in our image, mankind, let us make mankind in our image. He's referring to to himself in the first person plural, because he is plural. He's three persons in one, okay? So man was made in the image of God, right? But I would even take it further to say that man was made in the image, in particular, more closely to the image, God, the Son. Whereas woman was more so, um, her roles rather, I should say, are very similar to that of God, the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit is also, um, as you can see in your Bible called the helper, we'll get to that in a minute. So it says here, this is further confirmed. And I'm going back to the, the point I wanted to make about man being made of the image of God, the son So this, this can be um, further confirmed in the book of Ephesians chapter five, verse 25, where it says, husbands, love your wives, just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. Now, why does it say gave himself up for her? Why does, why is the word church here referred to as her Well, because it is, um, used, the word church is used interchangeably in the Bible with the term bride because we, the church are the bride of Christ. I hope you guys are following me. I don't have time to break all of this down, but I I need that all kind of proves my point about, um, man in particular being made in the image of God, the son, who is God right and woman being made in the image of God as well uh but with roles of uh the Holy Spirit the same with the man he's made in the image of God but with role with a role that's similar to uh God the son just in certain aspects you guys don't freak out I'm not saying that a man is the savior (laughs) please oh my goodness I feel, I feel the need to break, to to just say that or emphasize that you guys, I'm not saying that man is a savior or he is like, no, no. And no, I'm not saying a woman is, is like the Holy spirit. No, I'm saying we were all formed in the image and likeness of God. We were made in the image of God. This is written in Genesis. I've just read the passages to you. What I'm saying is God is three persons and that to break this thing down further, it only makes sense that we have different roles, just like God who is three persons. They're all God, but they all have three different roles. Like for example, you have God, the father, you have God, the son, and you have God, the Holy spirit, all three persons in one, all three persons equal of equal value, with different assignments okay all right so let's move on okay so just to point out here this is a mandate from the lord that is that husbands love their wives just as christ loves the church loved the church and gave himself up for her that right there further confirms why men have such an innate desire to want to protect men want to protect their wives. If you think about it, it's very similar. And I believe I'm coming up on this point in a minute. Yep. Men want to protect their wives. Very similar to how a woman would want to protect her children. And this could be easily attributed to the fact that women bear bore the child right out of her body and it's bone of her bone, flesh of her flesh. Well, we can use the same reasoning for man wanting to protect woman um, because woman is bone of his bone and flesh of his flesh. Men have a, a, a it's a different type of love for and, and desire and need to to want to protect women. It, it's very similar to the women, the strong, crazy, like at times desire of women wanting to protect their children. Women who will lay their life down for their children, just like there are men out there who would lay their life down for their wife. So, yeah, I just wanted to say that. Let me get back to my notes. It says here, and woman was formed in the image and likeness of God as well, but more specifically, God, the Holy Spirit. This is because woman was assigned a similar role or rather a, a role that is similar to that of the Holy Spirit, which is helper and comforter. So we have here a reference to uh, the book of John, chapter 14, verse 16, where it says, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. Now, as a believer, we know how vital the role of both Christ and the Holy Spirit are. They are equal in value, but very different in assignment. Again, very similar to man and woman. To further confirm the equal value of Christ and Holy Spirit for those who may doubt, we needed, (laughs) for those who may doubt, I'm just giving an example here. Um, We needed Jesus to save our souls from hell and we need the Holy Spirit to to be seen as righteous in the sight of God in order to enter heaven. And um, that right there is just an example of the necessity of both God the Son and God the Holy Spirit Because, yes, while Jesus saved our souls from eternal damnation, thank you, Jesus, for your blood. um, The Holy Spirit who fills us up once we've accepted Jesus as our Savior, we need the Holy Spirit. We're sealed with him until the day of redemption. So we need him um, for that day. And that is... um, or that is stated in the book of Ephesians chapter four, verse 30, where it says, and do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. So that was in Ephesians chapter four, verse 30. All right. So now that you have more understanding as to the importance of the role of a helper and comforter, y'all don't downplay that role. That's the, yeah, if you downplay the role of a wife, by the way, and that's just to say a few things that she does. Um, of course the Bible just says helper, uh, for the most part, um, among the authority that both are given collectively in the beginning when they review the assignments of both rather, uh, I'll get to that in a second. Um, but okay. Yeah. I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit. So it says here, review of, um, Eve's individual assignment. And then I just have written uh, Adam's helper. Guys, and that's more than enough, okay? For all the ladies out there, calm down. Calm down. Being a helper can mean so many things in so many different situations. And it is not something to be taken lightly. It is a huge task. (laughs) Are you kidding me? And the fact that we're going to have episodes speaking to the feminists as well, like the whole feminist movement, um, that is, uh, just so prevalent today, the garbage that is spewed into the airways regarding the feminist movement, um... it it, it requires that we as believers respond. So please get a mic. If you have if you're a holy spirit filled believer, get on you don't even gotta get a mic. Get on camera. Turn it on. Start talking. Start talking what thus says the Lord and respond to this mess out here. Y'all listen, we need more voices out here saying what is the truth. I'm just that's all I'm saying. All right, on to my next point. This is why women have an innate gift to comfort. Both Adam and Eve's collective roles include being fruitful and multiply or being fruitful and going forth to multiply. Yeah and to rule over the earth and everything in it, keeping in mind who is the leader and who is the assistant to the leader, because there must be structure, you guys. Otherwise, chaos ensues. Don't you understand? We serve a God of structure and of order. There's no such thing as two heads. Sit down take a seat if you think that you as a woman <laughs> should have the same role as a whole man you guys he's a man it's okay he was made first first of all okay and get this god is so god is so good <laughs> I wish y'all could see my face, y'all listening on in the podcast. God is so good that even though He made Adam first, even though He He assigned him the role of a leader and gave him a work to do with great responsibility, might I add, Okay, the role of a leader, heavy is the cr- Look, heavy is the head that wears the crown. Look, uh, anyway, my point is, God is so good that with all of that. Privilege formed first or created first, given the re- leadership role, given all this favor by God. With all of that, even though woman was formed second and created second, God told the man, You protect this woman with your life. If it comes down to it, you sacrifice your life for this woman. How precious! Are we women? This is the Holy Spirit talking. Guys, I've clearly deviated from my notes at this point. This is not written in my notes. This is all thanks to the Holy Spirit. He helped me with these notes as well, but he's speaking right now. That is just that is just like God. <laughs> that is just like God. God is so good. So, so women out there, stop feeling less than. That is a lie from the enemy. You are so precious, even in your role even in your God-given assignment of being a help, a helper and a comforter. And by the way, if you want to see all that a helper could entail, like the role of a helper could entail, the possibilities and things like this, you should check out Proverbs uh, 31. and I'll do an episode on that and break that whole thing down because um, people are not aware, clearly. I don't know what people are thinking about, but women even back then, In the quote-unquote Bible days, okay? Thousands of years ago. They were out here making moves and making money. With honor and dignity, by the way. With their clothes on. And with a whole man, a whole husband, and some children. Okay? But that's for another day. And that's another topic. So we'll have to get to that another time. Back to my lesson, you guys. So it says here, all of this explains why men do better in life when with a wife. And this is, I'm not using the word wife lightly here. Okay. I am using the word wife according to the the Bible's definition. Not the wretches, this ratchetism of what some people um portray and then call themselves a wife no we're talking about the, the term wife in the in the traditional sense in the classical sense okay in the original sense of what it meant to be a wife what it means to be a wife all of what I've just explained gives reason for why men do better in life with a good wife by their side, and it explains why women so strongly desire to be with a man and have children in a family. It's because of the desire, it's because of the innate desire to fulfill what our Father in Heaven has mandated. Literally, this assignment has been knitted in our in the very fiber of our being it's in our dna single women and widows are not doomed <laughs> because ultimately jesus is who we need to feel complete not man i needed to make this note because i don't want people thinking well what if the person ain't got a man does that mean they're just gonna be miserable looking for a man no that's not the point the point of marriage first of all is ministry once again If you happen to be single, if you happen to be widowed, this does not mean you're doomed. Are you kidding me? Absolutely not. Okay. A man is not your savior. And for the men out there, a woman is not your savior. Jesus is. You can be married and still have void, feel void or feel empty inside or feel uh, rather feel, um, quote unquote, not complete. It is Jesus who completes us. It is our relationship with God that completes us because He's our Maker, and um, He is our first love. Look at look at um, Adam. He had God. God was his first love. It, it was all he knew. And then when uh, Eve was made, she met God was the first person she met too. Because well, if you noticed, I think I said in Genesis where. God made her, God made Eve and then brought her to him. Yes, yeah, So we're in Genesis chapter two, uh, verse 21, Genesis chapter two, verse 21. It says, so the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. And while he was sleeping, he took one of the man's ribs and then closed up the place with flesh. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib he had taken out of the man and he brought her to the man. Meaning that, meaning um, they must have been somewhere else away from the man. If he had to go and bring, if he had to bring the woman to the man, there must have been distance. That implies there was distance prior to him bringing the woman to the man. So Eve met God first. Oh, wow. Holy Spirit. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Lord, you are so good. Y'all. I'm getting fed right here, live and direct. Let me stop. This is not live. Not yet, y'all. One day, I guess, we'll be live. I don't know how I feel about going live. I do want to go live. I know one day we will be able to go live, but whether or not I will, that's the question. But yes, one day we will have the numbers to go live, and I'm excited about that. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Guys, this is so cool. This just goes to show that it's important that we know Jesus before we get married. <laughs> We got to know God first, have a relationship with him first. Holy Spirit, you're awesome. Wow. Thank you for that. Clearly, Adam knew God before he met Eve. He knew God and had a relationship with him. They had established rapport, right? And they had a relationship. And then God made Eve and she knew God before she knew Adam because well, God was the one that brought Eve to Adam. Does that make sense? Are you guys following me? That's so cool. And that just goes to show how God wants us to move here in the earth too. God is our first love and we should, we should know him first and foremost, and then our partner, but God comes first. So that should tell you right there, all the single women out there and all the widowed people out there or widowed yeah widowed people single people um listen if you got god you got an assignment because you still alive you got purpose and if you know the lord (laughs) lord the lord he he's faithful and he moving so get involved get involved in the ministry and in the building of the kingdom of heaven And uh, be obedient. There's a scripture that says, if you abide in me and my word abides in you, ask of me what you want and you will have it. That's because the Lord knows if you abide in him and and the word of God abides in you, you're not going to be out here asking for nothing foolish. You can't. Like literally, if you truly abide in the Lord, why would you, you're not going to have a desire to sin. That's another topic for another day. So I just want to give some encouragement out there for my single sisters and brothers and my widowed sisters and brothers out there. Return to your first love. And if you desire to one day be married, um, just seek god about that he'll take care of the rest okay so let's see you guys we're almost done yeah so um This is the actual, the the last note. Oh my goodness. Thank you, Jesus, that my camera hung in there for over an hour. Oh my gosh. So having said all of this, it should be more clear as to why it is not the will of God for men to cheat or explore their options. And if you're listening on the podcast, I apologize right now. And for those of you on YouTube, if y'all can hear um, as well, the, the air, my heat just turned on. So if you can hear that, please ignore it. I hope it's not like annoying. But yeah, guys, this is why it's it should be made even the more so clear. Some of you already had a feeling that it, w- it didn't sound right. That men should be able to explore options if they are of a certain wealth or financial status. You know that didn't sound right. And so you didn't accept it in your heart. And then others were kind of on the fence. Maybe you were like, well, this is what men are today are asking of. And I guess it makes sense. And you're kind of on the fence. That's because there's no foundation. So now you're being blown with the wind. Come on back. The reason why (laughs) you were doubting it to begin with is because you in your heart know that it is is wrong and the reason why you know that is because it is sketched on your heart the laws of god are sketched on all of our hearts as humans a lot of people just suppress it the people who don't follow god the people who choose to reject god and choose not to follow him tend to just suppress um the laws of god and what they know to be right under their own sin and self selfishness but In the beginning, like before most people, you know, go out and do their thing and ruin their lives and and just stack on a bunch of trauma and pick up a lot of mental health issues. Before all of that takes place, you were in a more pure, you know, state of mind and you'll notice that most people are on the same page during that phase. Because why do you think that is? Well, it's because, again, as humans, <laughs> and this is based in scripture, guys, I'll see for those of you watching on YouTube, of course, I'll see if I can put it on the screen for you guys for your convenience. But yeah, this is all based in scripture. This is in either Romans or first Corinthians, I want to say. um, I want to say Romans, but yeah, either Romans or first Corinthians, where it talks about this, guys. The Lord does not want a man to be cheating on his wife, deceiving. That's like, that goes against everything he said. He literally told man to, he told the man to love his wife as Christ loves the church. Christ does not deceive. Christ does not lie. Christ. Uplifts, he supports, he encourages, and I'm saying a bunch of synonyms so far. He saves, he protects from harm, he leads on the uh, people, th- those that he loves, he leads them on the right path. That's what he does for the church. Now, m- men out there, if the Lord gave you that very first of all, that's a high rank and a high call. So, you know, that's that's really cool, right? Like, okay, so get with it. You want to be the leader, you got it. The men that came before you were leaders, because that's the way man, man was formed. Man was created, and that was the assignment he was given, to be a leader. Okay? So, just do that the right way. But no. It, a lot of people are out here being deceived instead. And it's all just... It boils down to selfishness and it boils down to at the end of the day, a lot of people feeling rejected and therefore acting out that rejection and fear of further rejection and further hurt and further harm and further trauma by going out there and hurting others, suppressing others, deceiving others, manipulating others. I know you guys have heard that saying hurt people hurt people. Anyway, if you guys really want some understanding about rejection and how the spirit of rejection operates in people today, you guys should definitely check out Elder Tiffany Buckner. Her her um, channel name is Anointed Fire. Uh, Tiffany Buckner, Anointed Fire. You guys should definitely check her out. She's so wise. The Lord is using her. I love her. I love that woman of God. Um, and yeah, so guys, that's all I have to say for now. I'm going to go ahead and go before... While I still have some battery left in my camera and this mic. And I just hope you guys enjoyed this message. There will be more to come. um, Similar topics. um, Just to kind of, because I really could have dived more into this. But I just wanted to explain that. Guys, I'm so tired of the the garbage rhetoric that's being spewed out there with these men. Just because they got some money it's so sad. It's so sad. And sorry, people in the podcast land, if you can hear me banging the table, but it's so sad because women who are hurt, okay, these women who have been rejected, abused, misused, and mishandled all of their lives, by the way, Some of that could have happened while they were in their youth and therefore more innocent and, you know, um, involuntarily done, if you know what I mean. And then when we all get older, we make our own decisions. And some of that could have been self-imposed or self-inflicted just due to simply making terrible decisions. So I'm not, I'm not taking all the blame off of women. Women, you know, when you know better, you do better. Grow up, do better do on put on your big girl underpants and do better period stop linking up with these trash men and if you keep finding yourself being surrounded by trash men maybe it's because you a trash woman and i don't mean that in the worst way i mean that to say there's some cleaning up that needs to take place in your heart, in your mind. There's some deliverance that needs to take place. There's some healing that needs to take place. Do some self-reflection. Clean it up. And then, when you clean it up, you'll start noticing <laughs> you deserve more. You'll start doing better. And therefore, you'll start to receive better in return. Um, you'll start leveling up, as they say. So, I could that's a whole another topic for another day but women women have the a role in in this too. women take responsibility, men take responsibility. It's not all the man's fault if you're allowing the man to cheat on you constantly. Um, men do better if you know you know you're not supposed to be cheating. Why are you still cheating? And if, it, and if you're using the excuse that the woman is allowing you to cheat, that's a sorry excuse. Just be single. Just be single. And if you want to be single and sleep around knowing it's wrong, then go ahead and do that. The Lord gave you the free will to do so. Again, we'll talk about this on another day. But just know you're on the pathway to hell. Um, but again, we'll talk about that on another day. <laughs> As you can see, I got a lot to say. But guys, I love you guys, and just know that the Lord loves you even more, and as long as you have breath in your lungs, it's not too late for you to to change, to make a turnaround, and you're worthy of that, because look at what the Lord said that you are. From the very beginning, he gave each of us a role. We all have innate purpose, we all have innate assignments on the inside of us, and On top of this, because this is a very general assignment just based on gender, but apart from this, we as individuals have unique callings and gifts on our lives that were given to us so that we can fulfill other great works through Jesus with the help of the Holy Spirit. So just know that, just know that you do have purpose, you do have value men out there I'm speaking to you women out there I'm speaking to you okay so <sighs> having said that <laughs> I'm gonna let you guys go I'm so happy I'm finally got this out there I'm so excited to go ahead and edit this and throw it out there to, into YouTube land and into podcast land I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast and I hope and video <laughs> for the people watching but um Follow me on um, Apple Podcast and then Spotify. If you're on Spotify, follow my podcast there, you guys. For those of you who like to listen in podcast land um, or you prefer that. And for those of you who like YouTube and are always on YouTube, please subscribe. I really would appreciate that. And yeah, I'll catch you guys in my next video. Bye.